this morning. Get to do the devotion as well. Uh, Dave was going to do it, but, well, he has to be at church this morning preaching, so uh, what I'm going to do, though, is just continue in that, the concept of prayer that he brought up. And what I want to do is probably going to be hard because I'm talking to a bunch of men and I have to talk about carnal and spiritual prayer. You know, I'd like to start with carnal, kind of get the hard things out of the way. A lot of times I think that I'm a spiritual person. I mean, I went to Bible college for two and a half years to become more spiritual. But I went as a new believer, and I don't think I realized that I was just drinking the milk. You know? As we mature, we're supposed to begin to eat solid foods, and still I don't think I'm at the meat. After all these years, I'm kind of, I mean cereal, so there's still the milk, you know, but a little bit of solid food. I really like cereal, so that's okay, but, um, you know, we need to mature, and I believe there's only one way to do that, right? And I'd, I would think you all agree by uh, having a relationship with God, talking to Him and Him talking to us. I don't know how else to do it because. What Paul tells us in Romans is that we are carnal. So how are we supposed to come spiritual? It's only through Christ. But there's a problem. And it's because we, I don't think we get up and desire to seek God like we should. Um, Paul writes to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. He says, I, brethren, cannot speak to you as spiritual people, but as to carnal as to babes in Christ, I fed you with milk and not with solid food. For until now you were not able to receive it, and even now you are still not able, for you are still carnal. How does he know that they're still carnal? How do you know if you're spiritual? There's only one way to judge a Christian's life, and it's by their fruits. I mean, everyone should know the spiritual fruit of of God, right? It's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. Do we display those things? <clears throat> I'm not a parent, but I teach the youth group, and I can only imagine <laughs> for parents, it's hard to display that spirit of love. You know, but the Corinthian church is displaying a spirit where Paul has to say, for where there are envy, strife, and divisions among you, are you not carnal and behaving like mere men? Kind of a thorn in the heart, I think, in the side when you read something like that, because I've had strifes. I've had divisions. You know? Uh, something the Lord's taught me through youth group is that the, the scripture that's most convicting to me is 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter. Because when a kid comes up to you, and you've said something from the Word of God, nonetheless, that hurts him and he doesn't like you, what are you going to do? If your kid comes up to you for parents, and he says, uh, hey, I hate you, what are you going to do? We have to display the same love Jesus showed on the cross as we said, I hate you, crucify him. And our sin put him up there? What do we do? 
You know, I think a lot of times we can think ourselves to be spiritual and, you know, the only way to get there, I think, is prayer. Because uh, when Pastor Mike was sharing yesterday, I liked his uh, illustration of outer space. As we're moving like 1,350,000 miles per hour through the universe. But I could see God on creation commanding light to shine out of darkness. You know what it does? It obeys him. (laughs) He puts the stars in the sky and they hang there and sing to him. He tells the planets where to orbit and they do it. He tells the mountains to rise up and the valleys to sink low and they worship him. He tells the sea You will come this far and no further. And you know what it does? It says, yes. He says, hey, Jacob, come to me. Come pray this morning. No. No? You think you're mightier than a mountain? You think you're greater than the sea? You can't humble yourself before the Lord? Man, we can learn a lot from creation. How it bends to the will of God. But if we do, if we can see God for who He truly is, we will come before Him just like we should. We'll say, yes, Father. There was plenty of times in my life where I said no. As I'm growing up as a spiritual toddler, I'm learning to obey Him. You know, I used to cry all the time. I would drink my milk. I would throw it up on myself. And I'd start crying, just like a baby. Now I cry when I get punished, or when I don't get what I want. I'm at the toddler stage. But there's power in prayer. So we got past the hard stuff. Because we all know, I think, our inner sin. But when we come here and we learn about being unstoppable, Paul... Perfect example. He's unstoppable. Paul, we're going to kill you to die is gain. All right, we'll let you live. Well, to live is Christ. We're going to throw you in prison. Well, give me a hymnal. I'm going to sing the praises of God and convert all your guards. He's unstoppable, right? We want that power. So Paul writes to the Colossian, the church in Colossae, right? About their love. That was why he was writing. Because he heard about their love for one another. That's a spiritual gift. And it caused him to say this in Colossians 1, verse 9. We'll read quite a bit. For this reason we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. There's the first gift, right? You know, I can't really give you a secret code, or a prayer to pray, right? But I think all I can do through the Word is encourage you to pray. Here's the first blessing. You want to know God's will for your life? You got to ask Him. You want to understand God's will for your life? Start praying. Okay, because He will show you in all wisdom and spiritual understanding that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing Him. 
I can look at any instance in my life. Yesterday, I'll look there, right? Can I say I was fully pleasing to God? Because see, as a, as a human being, I like to look at things that make sense to me, right? Sin, mm, not pleasing to God. Right? But see, God asks for different things, spiritual things. Are you loving? The only way to please God is being faithful. Right? But how do we get those gifts? We pray. Because <clears throat> I want to be fully pleasing to God. If I could find my spot. <laughs> so fully pleasing to Him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. I'm sure a lot of you guys are in the ministry. <clears throat> in fact, I'll say everyone. Okay, because if you're saved, you're in the ministry. You've been given a light. He says, you're the salt of the earth and the light of the world. And whether you like it or not, you're shining that light wherever you go. You say, hey, I'm a Christian. When you're at work, what are they going to do? <laughs> They're going to look at you and say, hey, uh, I heard you cuss the other day. I thought you were a Christian. Right? we got a responsibility. <clears throat> How are we going to uphold it? If we pray to God, it says that he will strengthen us in all might according to his glorious power. You think God has power? I do. I know God has power. He shows it in my life all the time. Being a youth pastor is probably the greatest thing I've ever done, and I understand my weaknesses now, but I understand God's strength is made perfect in them. I can't put together a retreat. I can't organize and create these kinds of things. It's not really in my uh, repertoire of gifts. But I did a youth retreat just last month. Somehow, it worked out. We all made it there. Was it perfect? Eh, probably not. But God gave me the, this special moment where I got to pray and cry with all those kids. You know? Because He showed up. His power is far beyond what I can do. Like, that's a super small example. Um, I don't really have the faith to move mountains, I guess, but, um, you know, when God's working through us, He gives us that power to strengthen us for all patience and long-suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers in the inheritance of the saints of light. <clears throat> Do you guys remember when you were saved? For some people, it's probably like, 20, 30, 40 years ago? Yeah. I've heard of some crazy stories. They still remember the day they were saved. For me, it was just a few years ago, four or five years ago. I remember. Um, you know, there's three words I always use to get out of trouble. And I mean trouble. Right? Whether uh, I've dropped the ball in ministry or whether I'm in the back of a cop car, there's three words I say. I need you. And he comes. You know, if you can remember the day you're saved, all you probably said was, God, I need you. I mean, basically. In my testimony, those three words that got me out of Situations, Because in my past, uh, like I'm not perfect at all by any means. If you've met me playing Catan, you know that. But <laughs> any board game I've played, you've probably seen the bad side of me. You know, and I just remember God showing up. 
my big, the biggest moment in my testimony, the turning point, I was in the back of this cop car, and I'm like, God, I don't know how I got here. I mean, I knew, but like, I thought I was doing pretty good. I thought I was a spiritual person. I'm like, God, I'm a, I'm a good person. I'm following you. How am I here? I need you. He sent someone to the door. It wasn't even, it was a, he's an officer, but like, I don't know why he was there. He wasn't supposed to be there. He wasn't pulling people over. Opens the door. He's like, Jacob, you're not here because God hates you, but because he loves you. If you want to know the power of prayer, you ask and you will receive. Knock and the door will be open. If you seek, you will find. And that should be motivating for us. If we want to be like Paul, we want to sing praises when, when things uh, get a little shaky. We need prayer. We can't be in the, in the carnal prayer, right? You know, if I ask for a Mercedes-Benz, is God going to give it to me? No, I don't think so. The world will give it to you. You can go get that any day if you want. God's not going to give it to you, though. God will give you love. He'll make you more loving. If you know me from my past, I was an angry person. unloving. Pray about it. He'll make you more loving. Right? I don't have a secret prayer. All you got to do is be like, God, uh, I actually don't know what to pray for. He's going to start praying for you. That's what the Bible tells us, right? You know, the carnal and spiritual life, you got to have motivation. You can't be lazy, right, to be spiritual. If I don't get up every day and pray, if I don't get up every day and be in my word, I'm going to notice it. It's like distressing. If you've been in your word and praying every day, for a while, you'll notice when you aren't. This is tears your soul apart. Because the devil takes an advantage, I think. But we can't let that happen. So as men, as spiritual leaders, I think these things should be motivating. But I also think God is deserving of it. Right? When we sit before God and He's radiating His glory and we're on our faces, I think this is the thing we'll remember. It says, He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us in the kingdom of the Son of His love who has re- who, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. He's deserving of that prayer. Okay? You know, when I go to God, a lot of times I think it's for things that I think I need, right? The carnal things. But when it's a spiritual prayer, check this out. I'll go to God, I'll say uh, a praise. Start off praising God. Right? He's deserving of it. So we start off praising God. Then I go to my, the forgiveness of my sins. Like, God, stumbled here, there, Everywhere, I need your forgiveness. And by the time I get to the things that I think I need, hey, God, i uh, probably going to need like more hours at work because I, I like money. You know, I'm going to need this and that. I don't really have anything to say. Everything is taken care of already. Right? When we get through that spiritual thing. 
So if there's people in here with strife, it's simple. You just go pray. Pray for that person you have strife with. Okay? Pray for love for them. Become more loving. That's how you go from carnal to spiritual. So it's pretty simple. But let's pray. And uh, we'll enjoy some fabulous breakfast pretty soon, I think. And hopefully, God will do His work in our hearts. But God, uh, give us that desire, God, and that motivation and that realization of who You are so that, God, that we just come to You in prayer for everything. And I just pray, God, for anyone in here who...